Welcome to the B-Zone, everyone, with yours truly, Tracy S. Campbell. And today we are back with another great episode, of course. And to help me with this great episode are some great people joining me today. First up is contributor to the B-Zone, author and budding entrepreneur. She has some things percolating that she's been holding out on. But uh, <laughs> we're going to pull it out of her. The awesome Tamara Tam Knight. Hey. Hey, Tam, how are you today? I'm good, how are you? Good. I mean, you know, we're waiting on Tam. You got some things percolating over I there, do, I know. I and do, uh, I hopefully, do. we'll get the first scoop <laughs> when it's ready to go. I will let you know, Tracy. Oh, okay. I like ice cream. <laughs> you like ice cream? Mm-hmm. Uh, the, okay, the Darius, thank you for sharing you that. But, but, but uh, <laughs> anyway, you know, a scoop of ice cream. So I'm like, yo, I like scoops of ice cream too. <laughs> anyway, you know? everyone, as you can tell, we have another person here. And uh, <laughs> he, yes, is also a contributor to the B-Zone. He is an audio engineer for Crawford Media and the resident opinionator, D'Ari's parent. And don't forget the people's champ. You know, I still hold the title, you know, for the, for the if you don't know, now you know. So you got to put some respect on well, my name. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute, D'Ari's, before you get all puffed up over there. I do believe that Erica Avila won two episodes of if you don't know now you know i think you have one so but, if my but, math serves me correct she is actually the reigning champion no because the reigning champion means the person who won last because it's raining because right, it's raining currently. so therefore the reigning champion and still Why champion do we have to keep bringing this up? is your one and only <laughs> have you have you heard it from here well, the man with the plan it doesn't take much for him and um uh, we're gonna let him have this even though again erica avila <laughs> one more episode that's all i'm gonna him. say that's all yeah. i'm gonna say there but anyway today everyone we are talking about well why is it harder to be skinnier because all the food tastes so good now Okay, dears, thank you for your opinion. (laughs) But everyone, yes, we're going to get into the real reason as to why it's harder to be skinnier. And yes, our Dear B-Zone letter. All of that's coming up next. Hey, iPhone users, the B-Zone with Tracy S. Campbell is now available on Apple Podcasts. Go there and like, subscribe, and of course, download all of our great episodes. Welcome back to the B-Zone, everyone. And today we are talking about, well, we're tackling the question, I should say. Why is it harder to be skinnier? And then, you know, big people in right now, you know, to be a little bit heavy. (laughs) You know? He's so silly. Look, how look, do you just say that? Big man, you know, Tam. Big guys, you know, we in right now. We Tam, winning right now. I don't know where he gets. Hey, heavy set is in. You know, look, look. Rick Ross, he started the trend, taking his shirt off. That's and, so true. He really And so did. next thing you know, it's all and about just being. Look, heavy set with tattoos. That's all you need. <laughs> okay, it. everyone. You know, instead of listening to the musings of <sighs> Dieri's parent, <laughs> aka the opinionator, the uh, champion, people's champ. Well, champ. <laughs> <laughs> One game. The, 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 the legend in his, the legend in his own mind. Yes, the people yes, champ. Yes, the people yes, champ. Yes, get it right. Uh, get it right. Get it tight. Uh, we're gonna go to our dear B Zone letter and uh, hopefully, truly help someone out today. Tam, oh my goodness. what do you have for us? And I hope it's better than what we're dealing with I now. Know. Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay, here we have dear B Zone. About a month or so ago. You guys cover all the different types of diets, 
paleo, keto, mm -hmm. Mediterranean, etc. Yeah, we yeah. Well, I have tried almost every diet you can think of, and I still can't seem to lose these annoying 15 pounds that just will not go away. Mm, I am a younger baby boomer, and I know that we tend to hold on to weight as we get older, but what can I do to get back to the size six I used to be in the 80s and 90s instead of the size 14 that seems to linger on me now that I'm in my mid-50s? Mm. Man, it depends. Where them 15 pounds at? Because <laughs> look, you talking about 15 pounds. Hey, if this is the right place, baby, you good. You good, baby. Hey, you all good with your boy. You 15 pounds? Where they at? Where the 15 pounds at? Well, everyone. Well, everyone. So if you could send in the photo for Diaries. Look. Actually, <laughs> please don't. Yeah. Actually, please don't. What's send your it in. IG? Please, please don't. Oh, I know you got your IG. Don't send it in. He's about to but, follow you. Oh, <laughs> but, you know, this brings up an interesting point, though. So this lady tells us that, you know, she's a younger baby boomer. Mm -hmm. She tells us that she used to be a size six. Mm -hmm. And now she's a 14, which actually isn't that bad. I believe that's still the average size of the American woman. That's I, true. Yeah, I think mm -hmm. a size 14 is still the average size. That's what I'm saying. She, so, she doesn't like to eat. You know she looking good. You're probably looking good she right thick. now. You're probably over Thicker there look, looking like a turkey with butter on it right now. <laughs> yeah, actually, 68% of American women wear a size 14. Okay. So right, she's wow. right there. She's right there. But she wants to be. big hips too. Right. Know. But she wants and to be. Back in the day, and she a boomer, so you know, got thighs. The yeah. <laughs> girl, stop. <laughs> I'm sorry, Chase. Look at her face. <laughs> Look at this. She's got me hot and bothered. <laughs> About to throw my drawers at a girl. I told you girl. he was a man. I told you. Girl, talking about need to lose 15 pounds. Mm -hmm. Where? Mm -hmm. Well, let's help our lady out because <sighs> she wants to be that size six, regardless of the fact, everyone, that size 14 is the average size of the American woman. Looking right. And what's interesting is that, well, back in the 80s and 90s, people used to go to McDonald's, mm -hmm. they used to eat out a lot. And yes, they exercise, but no more than we do today. But yet, on average, they were 20 pounds lighter. Why hmm. is that? They had Richard Simmons back then. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, wow. Yes, Tam, they did. But that's not the answer. But, but thank you, Tam. But Let's thank you, Tam. Physical, physical. Hey, right? Like yes, the 80s. But they were also not dealing with all the chemicals that we deal with now. Yes, mm. substances mm. in food packaging affect our hormones and weaken our bodies. So just by nature of living in 2020, we're dealing with more issues with chemicals. No, they had substances back then, yeah, Tracy. They Might not have been legal substances, <laughs> but they had some Well, Tam, we're just talking about, about the people from Studio 54. Yeah, but we're talking about those chemicals and <laughs> uh, substances the, that, yeah, that, yeah, uh, not, not, not those. That's what not, kept them yeah. skinny back then. Okay? They probably did. They probably did. You they know, probably did. I also think that because now I think we get a lot of food for cheap, too, like a lot of the bad food for cheap. Like mm, you go like right. to Burger King or uh, what's yeah. that, McDonald's, they got yeah. the four for five or five. Yeah, that's four. true. That's true. Get, they they weren't doing like, a lot of that back then. Exactly. No. You could no. get four cheeseburgers for four bucks or five for four. That's that's relatively that's cheap. That's, and that's a lot that's of food true. that you're going to get. That's you, true. You're going to sit there and eat all of it. Then, yeah, you, losing that 15 pounds is going to be quite tough. Yeah. Mm. So we got more cheap food for less. Mm -hmm. yeah. And we got, of course, chemicals, chemicals, pesticides, and all the things. Food is processed more, mm. all of that stuff. And also the use of prescription drugs has mm. risen dramatically since mm. the 70s, 80s, and 90s. Mm. I agree with that because that and 
electronics. I agree. Like mm. because you know. Oh well, that's true. Yeah. That's right. With, with, yeah, that's with, with yeah. video games, yeah. uh, with movies and Netflix, everybody want to sit mm-hmm. inside. Yeah, you know? and eat. And the and, coronavirus. And exactly. All got us you know, Tracy. Because oh well, yeah, now the coronavirus <laughs> may actually add to this. Add that's to your that. jam. It you actually know? may because now people are going to sit at home, sitting at home and eating. they're going to eat. Mm-hmm. And you know, a lot of people are going to eat because they're panicked and anxious. Yeah. yeah. So you have that going on. So all of this stuff. But believe it or not, Prozac. Came out in 1988. Prozac. Prozac. Really? Prozac. It's been out that long? Came out in 1988. Wow. And it is an antidepressant that Mm -hmm. is the most commonly prescribed drug. Mm -hmm. And it's one of those drugs that are prescribed that have been linked to weight gain. Mm -hmm. So now we have an issue where people are more stressed out and anxious than ever. They're still being prescribed these Mm -hmm. antibiotics. And... Prozac, for example, being one of them, adds to weight gain. And more people are going to be using this stuff now, to your point, Tam, because of coronavirus. People are freaked out. They're mm-hmm. anxious. Yeah. They're panicky. I'm sure prescription drug sales are going to go up right now. They're already up. They're yeah. already up. Yeah. Through the roof. Yeah. Yeah. So wow. all of these things contribute. These are factors that, yes, 20, 30 years ago were not there. Mm-hmm. Or if they were there, they weren't to the level that we're dealing with now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. And, and I would say, too, it's, it's, it's not a... Back, I would assume back then yeah. wasn't a lot of tasty snacks like this hummus that's in front of well, us. Well, right Aries, you can't put our favorite hummus into this because that's a healthy. snack. It is a healthy snack, but you know, too much of one thing can can no, backfire. That's true. That's true. Because I mean, and I, now we have all types of gluten and right. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we're more knowledgeable about it. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So all of these factors. I don't know. Again, she didn't tell us how she eats. She didn't tell us what she eats on a regular basis and all that. But all of those things contribute to holding on to weight, weight gain and holding on to weight. Mm-hmm. So, and I suspect like most people, she's probably eating more gluten than she realizes. She's probably eating more carbs than she realizes. Mm-hmm. And again, coupled with all the environmental factors, well, yeah, it's harder to get yeah. that weight off. Not that my grandmother, she's age. like, I'm not getting big. I'm not doing none of that stuff. She eats like a bird. We call a bird, that's her nickname. <laughs> like she's not having it. And, okay. she's active. <laughs> and she's active, right? Well, she's not as active as she used to be, but okay. she, watches the way that she eats because she don't want to be sitting at home gaining weight. Well, I don't blame her. I don't blame her. And I think that's awesome. If you don't mind our asking, how old is she? 85. That's wonderful. Wonderful. And she's in great shape. Mm -hmm. That's good. So again, we can say that age doesn't necessarily. Yeah. Yeah, We can say (laughs) that age doesn't necessarily mean that you're condemned to a life of being overweight. (laughs) Exactly. Right. So some of it is, again, our choices. Some of it is genetics. Mm -hmm. But if you know what to do, you can even battle the genetics mm-hmm. and you just got to find out where you're trying to lose the 15 pounds and when i asked that question earlier even though i was joking i'm actually serious because if, if it's in your legs or if it's in your arms you got to do more work you may have to focus on working out those particular areas that's true. a good point of your yeah. body that's a very good point. to really right. kind of you know start right. to you know bring it down to shrink it i would yeah. say yeah that's true so. and just being more active in general exactly you know yeah. just yeah. getting out you know even if it's for a walk you know yes. go speak what? to your neighbors you Ooh. know i can't wait till i get well i could walk now but i need to drive but when i get up there i'm gonna be walking all day with my stick mm-hmm. and i'm gonna be yelling at with the young kids <laughs> get out that grass get out, get that, out grass. that grass <laughs> Where your mom at? Where your mom at? Where your mom at? He's looking forward to it. But you know, that's it's funny you said that, Darius, because you know one thing that I thought 
and I see it and I think it's so awesome is when you see older couples walking. Yes. And and I have to give credit to some of our other cultures. For mm. example, I see a lot of folks that are of other cultures like Indian culture and things mm. of that nature. They make it a practice after they eat to go out and walk. Mm-hmm. It is part of their day to day. And most of the time you see older couples of other cultures that are slim and trim but mm-hmm. again they eat and it's it's automatic we eat we have to go out for a walk yeah. it's not an option it's part of their day to day and i believe that that's why they live longer there's longevity and all those other great things yeah. i agree with that too yeah. yeah yeah and then of course to your point Darius, also weight training i think when people think about weight loss they don't think about weight training mm-hmm. and it has been proven that the more you lift weights you increase your metabolism and you look better in your clothes. Looking fine. Yeah, fine. there you go. There you go. <laughs> well, everyone, when we come back, we're going to continue the conversation of why it is harder to be skinnier in 2020. We'll be right back. Calling all amazing experts, trailblazers, and game changers. Are you involved in work that is making a difference in the lives of others? Do you have a compelling story that will inspire and motivate? And are you ready to join the conversation on the Purple Couch? If so, we want to hear from you. To become a Bebo Weekly guest or panelist, contact us by email at thepurplecouch at beboweekly.com or give us a call at 1-800-365-3203. That's 1-800-365-3203. And come be a part of the conversation on the Big Purple Couch. Welcome back to the B-Zone, everyone. And today we are talking about why is it so hard to be skinnier in 2020 now? I got about five things. <laughs> Darius, what, what are the five things that it's you want to share? It's the food. Uh-huh. It's the TV shows. Oh, oh, the it TV shows. Uh huh. Cause yeah, if, cause if you watch some some House of Cards, you can want to sit you inside binge and watch and binge, binge, yeah. binge yeah. watching. Right. Exactly. Okay. You know. I know. I All just right. binge watch Imposter. So oh, uh-huh. Come on now. And then you know, look, I can go over here to to Burger King and I can get me a triple whopper with some fries, or I can go over here to a buffet and buy, what? It's the yeah. food, the the amount food, cheap food cost. It's the your surrounding area, right? If you live in a bad neighborhood, you don't want to go outside. You want to <laughs> sit inside all day, right? And then, and then finally, you already know where I'm about oh to go. Boy. It's the payout. If you get some payout, you don't want to sit. In, you gonna sit inside. It's a, it's, it's but then we gonna be tired. Gonna be in the house. Gonna be caked up. It's, it's that's amazing. that's the new quote unquote vacation. Have a vacation. A in vacation. The yeah, a vacation, okay. Netflix, and chill. Well, well, Diaries, I'm not gonna argue with you that maybe, maybe some of what you just said has some merit. Maybe, maybe, okay, maybe. But guess what? There's another thing that's making it very hard for us to lose weight, aka be skinnier in 2020, and that's called refined sugar. Mm, that's in everything. Mm. Yeah, it is. That's the problem. It's in everything. It's in everything. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. not just in white bread, but it's in sodas and sweets and pastas. Actually, anything that says fat-free, low-fat. Remember, we talked about mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. That made me mad. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it did. Yes, it did. Fruit juices, snacks, yogurts, energy drinks, Starbucks. Yes, including those coffees, everyone, that you love. Definitely those coffees. Sauces, ketchup, barbecue oh, sauce, I mayo. Barbecue sauce. I can go on and on. It all has way too much refined sugar. Even mustard well yeah. no I, mustard no mustard is not on the list so oh. and i love mustard. i love mustard calorie. too that's, i love mustard oh i'll take God. mustard over ketchup personally Come, what see yeah, i yeah. won't say that i'll Come take on. mustard I, over what? ketchup what mustard gang i like mustard 
I do. Yeah. What a, Tam, you've been disagreeing with us all day. <laughs> but I like mustard. I'm like all the rest of that crap y'all eat on. Well, at any rate, folks, regardless if you like mustard or ketchup, the American Heart Association says that men, take notes, guys, should eat no more than 37.5 grams of sugar a day. Mm. I agree with that. And women should eat no more than 25 grams. Mm, But along comes the World Health Organization, and now they're saying that even those allowances are too high, saying that both men and women should eat only 25 grams or fewer Mm. each day. But guess how much the American diet currently has of sugar? Darius, what do you think? I'm thinking about in the thousands. Okay. That, that, I'm talking about grams of sugar. Grams. What do you so think? So I'm going to say about roughly 750 grams. Okay. I'm All right, Tan, what do you think? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say 750. Well, the average American eats 126 grams of sugar a day. Now, okay. that actually is quite a bit. So, Darius, someone eating 750 mm. would probably be in ER, if not in ICU. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Say gr- yeah. So, you know, I'm thinking about milligrams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, grams. Yeah. So, so, it's a lot. And that's what the average American... American is consuming. So, yes, if you give up refined sugar for just two weeks, mm-hmm. they're telling us that you will notice significant changes in your body. Everyone, we're going to continue the conversation. But coming up next is Adita Lang. And she is going to talk about not only health and wellness, but as it relates to kids. And yes, we need to start our kids on the right track in eating and making the right choices to eat sooner than later. We're going to have her interview coming up next. Attention business owners and independent contractors. This is a money-saving message from Tax Mediation Services. If your business owes $20,000 or more in taxes, we can help you today, right now. Listen, dealing with the IRS is no picnic. It's an intimidating and extremely stressful process, and you don't want to go it alone. Our attorneys know every law, every tax break, and every possible opportunity to help you resolve and reduce your tax debt. And if you owe more than $20,000, you may be at the top of their hit list. So don't take your tax debt lightly because it will not go away on its own. The IRS can seize your bank accounts, your home, and even shut down your business. Call our tax experts today at 1-800-318-1574 and let us deal with the IRS while you focus on your business. That's 1-800-318-1574. Again, that's 800-318-1574. Got an old car? You can donate it, whether it's running or not, to the United Breast Cancer Foundation and save a life. They'll even come and pick it up for free. The United Breast Cancer Foundation has saved hundreds of women's lives through their free or low-cost breast screen exams. But now they need your help. The United Breast Cancer Foundation wants to save more lives through early detection by offering women free or low-cost breast screening exams. And donating your old car, SUV, or truck, whether it's running or not, helps pay for them. Plus, you get a charitable tax deduction. Help the United Breast Cancer Foundation save lives by donating your old car, SUV, or truck. Call now for free pickup. 800-280-2144-800-280-2144-800-280-2144. Call right now. That number again is 800-280-2144. Today on The B-Zone, it is truly my pleasure to introduce you to Adita Lang. Now, she is a certified fitness instructor, 
as well as a resistance training expert, a nutritional guru, a mind and body serenity coach, an author, and a women's advocate for healthy living. Yes, that's a lot, everyone. This amazing lady is joining me because today we're going to be talking about nutrition, especially as it relates to our children, a very important area to discuss. Join me in welcoming Adita Lang. Adita, thank you so much for being here at the B-Zone. Thank you, Tracy, for having me. Well, I tell you, you have an amazing background and you have spent so much time really focusing on the health, wellness, fitness of individuals. And today we get a chance to talk about our children, which is very important. Yeah. Aditya, you've had such a long and successful career with all of these various areas of health, wellness, and fitness, and you're also the mom of two. Can you tell us what it is about fitness and nutrition that you just love and that has impacted you personally on your own personal journey? You know, when I started in the industry, I was 16 years old. And so I guess I started because I enjoyed being fit and I got into the music and the whole camaraderie of group exercise and fitness. But as I got older and had my kids, I just realized that fitness is, is such a small part of health. So when I teach about health, I talk, I talk about the four components of health. So that's going to be your exercise and movement, your food and nutrition, sleep and relaxation and happiness. And together that comprises a healthy individual. And when you have kids for the first time and you have absolutely no idea what hit you and you're like, whoa, there's a lot going on here. All of a sudden you have to take care of this person. Right. And you know, at the same time too, you're taking care of the husband and everything else that needs to go on. And you totally forget about yourself. And I know that for me, I got to the point where I just didn't feel good. And I'm exactly. like, that's not right. I used to teach 20 classes a week. How can <laughs> I not feel good? You know, this makes no sense. And I've always been, thank God, I've always been very, very food conscious. So even during my worst moments, my food kind of held me, but it wasn't enough. And, wow. and I really, truly recognize that. And so when I started making little changes here and there, and, you know, friends of mine make fun of me because I walk really fast. Well, I walk really fast because that's a part of my workout. And I don't have time to just kind of like, you know, walk slow. I'd like to burn a few calories because that's the only time I've got. There so, you, go. um, you know, these little things that I would throw into my day, I was feeling better. And, and friends of mine recognized it and they were like, what are you doing or what are you taking? And I'm like, man, I'm just... You know, I'm focusing on myself a little bit more because I recognize that if I didn't put myself first, it was very, very hard for me to inspire my son or daughter and, you know, have great conversations with them and take the time to really enjoy watching them grow up. And I didn't want to miss that. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, Adita, I tell you, I can definitely relate to the fast walking because I walk fast. And of course, my friends, family, colleagues always tease me about why are you always in such a rush? And I agree with you. It's not so much about being in a rush, um, but it does add a little bit of extra calorie burning along the way throughout the day. Of course. Of course. Of course. So with that said, and you spoke about your children, which is great. And a lot of folks that are listening right now, especially the moms out there that are listening to us right now, can absolutely relate to being so busy, taking care of the kids, the husband, that they forget themselves in the process. But one thing that we cannot ignore, and that is the correlation between the food choices that we make as adults but also the choices that we make for our children and their health. And 
I would yeah. love for you, Adita, to share with us just some of those common mistakes, if you will, that parents may be making right now when it comes to their children's nutrition. Well, I think the very biggest thing that I see on a continual basis is that it's not just sugar. It is sugar, flour, dairy, and then for the adults, hopefully just the adults, alcohol. And okay. all of those things break down and metabolize as a sugar. So the parent that comes to me and feeds their kid mac and cheese and says, oh, I don't give my kids sugar, the kid is still getting a sugar addiction because the dairy, the cheese, and the, the pasta, the flour, they break down. Your body is interpreting them the same way they're interpreting a Twizzler. Wow. And so unfortunately, you know, listen, we get all caught up in our day. We've got a lot going on. And at some point in time, we just decide, you know, we have this thing that we have to feed and we're just going to feed it what we, the quickest thing we can because we got to exactly. feed it. And, yeah. and that's really not the way to think because we are actually growing their health foundation. And so what you feed a two-year-old is actually going to affect their health when they're 50. And so we want to start to give our kids, you know, habits and flavors and taste buds of things that is going to help them be a very, very healthy adult. Absolutely. So here's a great story. So when my son was two, and right now he's 13, but when he was two, I decided I was going to try out a play group. And I go to this play group and I was going to sit there with them. Let's see if this works out. And we got there right when it was snack time. And the ladies were giving these kids a little baggie of fruit and a quarter of a banana. And within minutes after that, these kids became raging banshees. My I son bet. crawls up on my lap, wants <laughs> nothing to do with them and is freaked out. And then these ladies proceed to start screaming at the kids and I'm staring at them. And one of them kind of looked at me because I kind of gave her a look. I'm not, you know, sometimes I can't hide my feelings. And um, she was like, what's wrong? And I'm like, well, you can't scream at them. You did this to them. Right. And she's like, what do you mean? And I said, no, you just did this. You just amped these children up with sugar. And now you want them to calm down. That's not the right way to give a snack. No. And so, you know, again, it just kind of goes back to, we've got to start thinking about how we're feeding our kids. So carbohydrates ideally should come from fruits, vegetables, and unrefined grains. Okay. And so your fruits and vegetables really are your multivitamin. And so the more you can implement that, my rule of thumb with my kids is every single meal and snack has to have a fruit or a vegetable. And I'm not picky. I don't care. My son used to eat chicken and cantaloupe for quite a long time. He went through this whole phase and that was okay to me because he had a fresh fruit there. Some people get really weird about mixing fruit with animal proteins. I don't. As long as you're digested well and you don't feel gassy or bloated, it's totally fine. Yeah. So, you know, that was one big rule that I had in my family. And then the other thing to think about is protein is basically sustained energy. It's, you know, your carbohydrates are immediate energy. And your protein and fat is how long would you like that energy to stay in your system? So your proteins and fat slow down that sugar from entering your system. So for example, going back to that example I gave you, the ideal situation, if she wanted to give them a banana, that banana should have had maybe almond butter on it because the protein and the fat would have slowed down the sugar from entering these kids' systems, right? Or exactly. something, even, even yeah. if it was a piece of sliced turkey with the half a bagel. Adita, wow, we could go on and on with this topic because there are so many layers to this conversation. And of course, there are so many misconceptions when it comes to diet 
exercise, as we touched upon the fad diets or the in-fashion diets, as I like to call them, there's so much that we can discuss. And so we would love to get you back on to have a further conversation about this, because a lot of folks that are listening right now grew up with a lot of those old traditional ways of eating and thinking about food. And we want people to break those habits or those misconceptions so that they can live a healthier life. And even more importantly, they can make better choices for their children. Adita, someone listening right now that may have further questions or may want to connect with you more directly, how can they do that? How can they get in touch with you? Well, I'm at aditalang.com, which is A-D-I-T-A-L-A-N-G.com. On most of the social media, it's at Adita Lang. For Facebook, it's Adita Lang Nutrition. So yes, please connect. And, you know, I, I write all sorts of blogs and do, you know, Facebook lives and everything because I want to get this information out there and I want to make it so that people start to really understand, you know, what happens when we're feeding someone the wrong kind of food. And I think one thing that I have found is that the more educated someone becomes, the easier it is for them to make the changes because they truly understand the bigger picture. Absolutely. I could not agree more. Everyone, make sure you go over to aditalang.com. That's A-D-I-T-A-L-A-N-G dot com. Make sure you go over there and get plugged in to what Adita is teaching because as you've heard today, there is so much that we have all been conditioned to think when it comes to food and unfortunately, we pass those things down to our children and we want to break some of those cycles so that not only are we healthier, but most importantly, our children are healthier as well. Adita, thank you so much for joining us here on the B-Zone. Thank you, Tracy. Everyone, we're going to be back with more B-Zone coming up next. Are you responsible for paying most or all of your family's health insurance bill every month? Is your health insurance premium costing you nearly as much as your mortgage? More affordable options may be available with U.S. Health Group. Life happens, and it's important to have the right coverage to protect your family. U.S. Health Group's licensed agents are available by phone or in person to guide you through our portfolio of flexible choices and options available in your state. Call right now and learn how you can switch your current coverage to a more affordable option as fast as next month. Call U.S. Health Group for a free quote and speak to one of our dedicated agents today. Call now. Call 800-931-3413. 800-931-3413. That's 800-931-3413. Paid for by U.S. Health Group. Plans are underwritten by Freedom Life Insurance Company of America, Enterprise Life Insurance Company, or National Foundation Life Insurance Company. This coverage is not available in all states, and some exclusions or limitations may apply in your state. Do you have an idea for an invention or new product? Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Then call InventHelp now. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential and explains every step of the invention process. We create professional materials representing your idea and submit it to companies who are looking for new ideas. We have more than 9,000 companies who have agreed to review ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest in manufacturing your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over 10,000 clients receive 
complete patents. We also offer services including 3D modeling and animation demonstrating your idea, prototyping services, and we use state-of-the-art technology to show InventHelp client ideas to additional companies. Join the thousands of people just like you who chose InventHelp to pursue their idea. We are experienced. We are working for you. We are InventHelp. Call us for free information at 1-800-460-1663. That's 1-800-460-1663. Again, 1-800-460-1663.
have a special treat here for you today on The B-Zone. You are about to meet a living legend. Betty LeVette has enjoyed over 50 years contributing her talent to the blues music genre. On May 6, 2020, she will be inducted into the Blues Music Hall of Fame. I had the pleasure of talking to Betty as she shared her experiences and stories of those that she grew up with, folks like Aretha Franklin and The Temptations. Her new album, Blackbirds, contains her version of music from groundbreaking black women who influenced her, greats such as Nina Simone and Dinah Washington. Here is my interview with the amazing, talented, and iconic Betty LeVette. Well, Betty, welcome to the B-Zone with Tracy S. Campbell. So, so, so honored to have you here with me today, Betty. Baby, I'm so happy to be with you. Thank you so much. <laughs> well, I tell you, I, I'm excited because, well, let me just start everyone by saying that this lady is going to be an inductee into the Blues Hall of Fame on May 6th. So congratulations to you, Betty, for that. Thank you, honey. Thank you. I'm very honored. As you should be and well, well deserved, which of course we're going to talk all about your just amazing and illustrious career. And I guess we can start from, well, kind of the beginning. You started at 16 years old. Mm -hmm. In Detroit, which is where I'm from. Uh, in uh, 1962, the first record came out. Wow. My Man, He's a Loving Man was the title mm -hmm. of it. Uh, at 16 years old, that just sounds like something that was so beyond your years. Um, oh, it was beyond my years. There are no <laughs> children in show business. You right. either grow up immediately or you suffer a lot, like yeah. most of us do. But there yeah. are no children in show business. Wow. What was your inspiration, Betty, in general, just getting into music, singing, especially at such a young age? What was that for you? Mostly it was, uh, as inspiration goes, was that nobody in my family had ever made $100 in one day. And the other thing was that I was fortunate enough to garner my mentors as I went along. The first person that got me taught me one thing, and then another taught another, and then uh, the manager of my book is dedicated to, Jim Lewis, made the performer you see before you today. But all mm -hmm. these people had a very difficult time because I was indeed a child, and it was just like raising a child, but in a very volatile situation that permitted me to be very adult, yeah. but I was still a child. And that's something that we hear from a lot of artists that, and you said it so eloquently a few minutes ago, that there really are no children in the entertainment world. Uh, mm -hmm. and, and you're not allowed to be a child. It's, it's, it's something that, unfortunately, you bypass that and you're, you're quickly an adult. And when oh, I, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And that's, um, that's unfortunate, but you survived, obviously, and went on to do great things. And speaking of your music, Betty, now this caught my attention. Your music is a combination of soul, blues, rock and roll, funk, gospel, and country. Why is oh, that? Oh, I'm good. <laughs> long list, Betty. That's a long list. How, why is it? Why is your music comprised of Okay, here, here are some of the, the first inspirations. 
I was born in 1946 in western Michigan, in Muskegon, Michigan, and my family sold corn liquor. And we mm. had a jukebox in the living room where most people had a couch. <laughs> now, you couldn't, there was no gambling, and you just couldn't just come and lay up. You had to either come and get one of my mother's fish or chicken sandwiches and get you a half pint and go on so you could go to work in the morning, as they all did. Wow. But on the jukebox, my father liked gospel and blues. My mother liked popular music and and blues. And my sister, who was a teenager, she was 13, and she liked, of course, all the current music. And all those songs were on the jukebox, and I learned them all, all of them. So I knew I'm probably the only singer who started out knowing a song by Roy Rogers and Dale Evans and one by B.B. King. Isn't that something? As a young age. But I didn't know that the songs were different. I didn't know they were genres. I just thought they all sung. And if I liked the song, I learned it and I sung it. They would stand me on top of the jukebox and hold my little dress up and I could roll my stomach in time with the music and they'd give me quarters. Uh, but this, I was destined to do this from the very yes, start. Yes, you were. Yes, you <laughs> were. Yes, you were. And then I'm going to fast forward because, again, Betty, you have such a rich history. I wish we had hours to get into it, but I'm going to fast forward <laughs> because over the years, I mean, running across the likes of Otis Redding, James Brown, recording on labels such as Motown, Atlantic, and Epic, you were quite acquainted with another legend, Ms. Aretha Franklin. Well, I know everybody black in Detroit was over 50. I mean, we all, at one point, we really, there's always the old joke, they say that white people think that all blacks know each other. In 1962, we theoretically did all go to know each other. We all went to the same after-hour joints, the same nightclubs, the same churches. We theoretically did all know each other, and we couldn't go anywhere else. We had to go to those. Right. So I meant to, I, I, I always, I remember a man got very upset about me in my book. I said something about, I don't know, either Diane or Aretha, I don't know. I said, I'm not even talking about anybody you know. Wow. <laughs> you know, this, this is somebody else that you don't even know. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. Yeah. And I guess when you when you look at it that way and put it in perspective, you're right. Knowing her and others like her was akin to anyone that went to high school with someone. Absolutely. These were chicks that I went and vibed with for prom queen and whatever else. It was tantamount to high school. We all knew the exact same thing and we all learned at about the same rate. I listened to some recording of a, a local show that used to run years ago in Detroit. And I was listening to the Supremes and I was listening to myself. We sound like rappers. <laughs> Real, I mean, we, we had never been anywhere. We were being as sophisticated as we could be, but we had only been sophisticated for a month. <laughs> right, right, right. Everything is relative. Everything is relative. No, that's wonderful. Right. That's wonderful. Well, Betty, I just admire your perseverance. I admire your tenacity because, again, your story isn't an overnight success story. It isn't a, a flash in the pan. You have worked for many years to get to where you are. So the induction on May 6th of this year mm-hmm. is so well-deserved. I'm so sorry. I think they're going to do it online. Right. Well, I was just about to say, I'm so sorry that it's probably not going to be 
uh, in its normal fashion uh, right, because, right. because of what we're all dealing with. But, no, but right, nonetheless, right, right. nonetheless, you're going to get the honor and it's very well deserved. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and again, congratulations on this newest album as well. I hope that those who are listening will get their hands on your music and show appreciation for all the hard work and contributions that you've given to music that should be recognized. So it's truly, it's truly been a pleasure, Betty, having this, this time. I thank you so much for your time, honey. So glad. And And for trying to help me let the people know here I am. (laughs) Of course, of course. And Betty, speaking of which, speaking of letting people know who you are and where you are, if someone is listening to this right now and they want to hear more of your music or get to know you more, is there a way that they can do that? A website or a way in which they can- Oh, just go to BettyLevette.com. Fantastic. Everyone, make sure you go to Betty, B-E-T-T-Y-E, Lavette, L-A-V-E-T-T-E dot com, Betty Lavette dot com. Betty, my goodness, I wish we had more time, but I'm so grateful and thankful for your time today. It's been, it's been an absolute honor. Oh, baby, thank you so much. Thank you again for your time as well and for helping me spread the word. <laughs> Absolutely. And we're going to do our part. I hope I'll see you soon. I hope so. I really, really do. I hope so. And congratulations again on May 6th. Thank you, baby. Thank you. Take care, Betty. You too, honey. And goodbye to all your listeners. Everybody stay safe. Are you drowning in debt? Are you struggling to make minimum payments? Did you know that on average, a household with at least one credit card struggles with over $15,000 in credit card debt? If this sounds like you, know that it's not your fault. Credit card debt happens to good people. Credit card companies lure you in with low introductory rates and low minimum payments. Before you know it, you're in over your head. National Debt Relief has helped thousands of good people just like you become debt-free with our Debt Reset Program that will dramatically reduce your debt down to a fraction of what you owe. Our Debt Reset Program is customized to get you debt-free in as little as 24 to 48 months with one low monthly payment. If you owe over $10,000 in credit card debt or even personal loans, call 800 270 There are no upfront fees or out-of-pocket expenses. You don't pay a dime until we succeed. Call now to see how the Debt Reset Program can work for you. 800-274-9490. That's 800-274-9490. 800-274-9490. Are you looking for senior care for your mom or dad but don't know where to start? Hi, I'm Joan London with The Place for Mom. Nobody knows your parent or loved one better than you, and nobody knows senior living better than the experts at A Place for Mom. They've helped thousands of families find the right place for their mom or dad. I was so glad that I called A Place for Mom. My advisor really listened and was truly my partner in finding senior care for my dad. She went out of her way to get to know him as a person and was always there whenever I had a question. The senior living advisors at A Place for Mom partner with thousands of families every month, listening and offering local knowledge and advice to help find the best senior living communities across the country. And it's a free service. Here's the number. Call A Place for Mom at 1-800-370-2715. There's a place for answers, A Place for Mom. Call today. Call A Place for Mom at 1-800-370-2715. That's 1-800-370-2715.
Tracy. This Dear Bees on Letter. Mm, mm, mm. Well, Tam, every week it's something with the Dear Bees on Letter. <laughs> but hey, by the way, Tam, how can someone get their letter to us? Well, they can email us at dearbeezone at bboweekly.com. Well, I think you need to say that one more time, Tam. They can email us at dear the letter B zone at bboweekly.com. Well, I can't wait to see what we get to share of the Dear B Zone letter in the zone. Oh, this is Raven and Shaggy with a combination with your miss. Flip this one for your musical disc. So strong, been together so long, and this could never be wrong. Girl, you're my angel, you're my darling angel. Uh. Closer than my peeps, you are to me, baby. Shorty, you're my angel, you're my darling angel. Girl, you're my friend when I'm in need, baby. Turn uh. uh. inside of my behavior. Say I'm a savior You must be sent from up above And you appear to me so tender Say girl I surrender Thanks for giving me your love Girl in spite of my behavior You are my savior You must be sent from up above And you appear to me so tender Well girl I surrender So thanks for giving me your love Call life is one big party when you're still young And who's gonna have your back when it's all done it's all good when you live for your pure fun Can't be a fool son, what about the long run? Yeah. Looking back shawty, always a mention Say me not giving her much attention yeah. She was there through my incarceration I wanna show the nation my appreciation Girl you're my angel, you're my darling angel Closer than my peeps you are to me
Welcome back to the B-Zone. And yes, I hope you all enjoyed today's episode all around why it's so hard to be skinnier in 2020. And yes, a lot of it's due to some things that we can control, like, well, refined sugar and Mm -hmm. not eating too many carbs and getting more exercise and so forth. But then there are those things that we're exposed to, chemicals, pesticides, and yes, the rise in prescription drugs. Mm, So, Tam, I hope that we helped out our dear B-Zone letter lady, that we've given her some food for thought and maybe even some ideas she can use to possibly get back down to that size six. I agree. Look, yeah. man. Work she, it out. Yeah. She probably looked fine, too. I'm sure she does. I'm sure she looks great. Mm-hmm. Some, what, 15 pounds? I'm telling you, this is in the right place. Okay, dear. If it's we, in the we, right we place, we, we, we know. She's we the know. top heavy 15 pounds. Well, well, okay. You know oh, what I mean? Right, right. We, we know, dear. <laughs> you know, this ain't no thick, thick oh, thighs save okay. lives. But, but, thick thighs save lives. Thick thighs save lives. So, so, you know, the 15 pounds could be exactly where they need to be, my love. Well, dear, most women don't want thick thighs, FYI, okay? Just FYI. All right. But at any rate, we hope that we have helped her out. And I want to thank Adita Lang. Adita, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and how we can do better by our kids, making sure that at a young age they know how to eat properly and what things to deter them away from. So thank you so much, Adita, for your insight today. Mm -hmm. And everyone, if you like podcasts, and hopefully you do, you can listen to this show on iHeartRadio as well as TuneIn and Deezer. We are the B-Zone with Tracy S. Campbell, and you can find us on all of those platforms. And if you want to follow these awesome people that join me here each and every week, you can do so. Tam, how can they find you? At Tamara Knighton, T-A-M-A-R-A-K-N-I-G-H-T-E-N on all social media platforms. Awesome. And you, Diaries? You can follow me on Instagram at HeavyHev773. That's H-E-A-V-Y-H-E-V-773. Also known as the People's Champ. <laughs> the people's champ. The people's champ. And yes, he's also delusional. But, <laughs> but you can also follow yours truly at I am Tracy S. Campbell. That's I am T R A C I S Campbell on Instagram. And of course, we have to leave you with some more food for thought. Our word of the day. Darius, what do you have for us? Today's word is tantamount. Okay. Tantamount. T-A-N-T-A-M-O-U-N-T. Okay. Mm -hmm. Equivalent as in value, force, effect, or signification. His angry speech was tantamount to a declaration (laughs) of war. (laughs) Tantamount. I think you just like saying tantamount. That's exactly what it is. I think he just likes to say it. The T's, the T's. You know, you got like big teeth and and like me, the T's has come off right. Uh, Just uh, T's, tantamount. Tantamount, yes. Well, everyone, I hope that your week is great, it's productive, and it's tantamount to your success. Oh, yeah. yeah. But in the meantime, take care, especially your health, everyone. Yes, we are officially yes. in a pandemic, I hate to say, but that doesn't mean that we have to panic. It doesn't mean that we have to get discouraged. It just means that we need to take better care of ourselves and those around us. So yes. with that said, have a blessed and healthy week ahead. Take care. Bye. Adios. Make sure you follow us on social media. We're at facebook.com slash bzone with TSC. That's the letter B, zone with TSC.
And check out our page on the Bebo Weekly website at beboweekly.com slash bzone.